rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Be comfortable with yourself. Do you know why? It's so no one can make you doubt your own ideas. I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. I don't know why I'm so excited. I really don't. But creation, the definition of creation is bias. Um, I say that because it denotes the absolute start of an event. Um, the start of an event uh, denotes some sort of division. And you know what? I'm starting to realize that the more things are in pieces, the less they make sense. And division of your reality is an example of division. So is there a happy medium? Is there a balance? Um, are there limits to the definition of creation? I think there are. And we're going to explore them today. Well... Not the limits of creation, but kind of the limits that humans have pushed for no reason uh, in order to create new things. Um, so what creates creation? Did something start the creator that created the creator that created the creation of the creator that created the creator? Like, did you bring a birthday gift to the birthday party at my birthday gift on my birthday? Like, how dare you? Um, is there an, uh, an answer to the paradox? That is the question that I wanted to pose to you today because I think the paradox is the whole mother mugging conspiracy. Um, anyway, humans miss the true essence of life because we're so obsessed with parad with paradoxes. Albert Einstein was one of those people that was obsessed with paradoxes, and um, you know. They're just symbols, you know, they're just a number, another way of uh, symbolizing our reality. And when faced with too many decisions, we've talked about this in previous episodes, humans tend to not make a decision. That's why I believe paradoxes exist. They're a tool of confusion. They're a tool of division. A paradox is not natural. 
and we choose, you know, when we were faced with the paradox, we, we choose to do nothing. So there's a disclaimer to all of this, though. Powers are only to be expressed internally. So all of this, like, I got it going on. I'm a stallion, a savvy, bushy, ratchet. Like, those are affirmations for yourself. Um, You're not supposed to be like, you know, you're not supposed to, like, impart your power on other people for your to make yourself look better or feel better or whatever it is you're supposed to do that to yourself external expression of your power is inherently trivial because we're all technically the same so uh when you express your power externally it's just like the x-men out here like everybody got their own little power like girl like you're not special um, but anyway, it's inherently trivial. So whenever you express your power, it's fine. But like, you, you don't get a cookie. Um, like Hitler didn't get a cookie for like being powerful and murderous. Like, girl, you're supposed to do that inside. Um, anyway, there is a sequence of events that you must adhere to uh, within your lifetime. And we're going to talk about that today. There are less nine state. I've discovered nine states of being or nine states of something like that i'm going to share with you later today and it has to do with um your purpose as a human um you have to be comfortable with yourself you have to find the things that make you want to live because you don't want to be you don't want to succumb to like um negative influence and stuff like that so um, there is a sequence of events that you need to go through in, in your life in order to like learn a lesson or whatever it is. I don't agree with that notion in terms of like Christianity, but like when it makes sense, when you ponder that notion internally, it starts to make sense. So, um, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun. I'm drinking a little bit of wine. Um, a fresh Pinot Grigio from Walmart. So I apologize if I get a little bit rowdy, but um, you know, it's Sunday. We're in quarantine. It's 75 degrees in my house right now and I'm burning up um, because it's so humid in Ohio right now. But how are you doing today? Um, that paycheck to paycheck life style that you're living. I mean, this, this quarantine um, has really shed light on the just the fault or the just the fault of our behaviors um, as a culture and as a world and as a species, really as a species, because we don't really value human life like we really, really need to. Uh, the United States just reported about 66,000 deaths from COVID-19. Um, that is astronomical in terms of I'm a public health researcher. So in terms of the public's health, 66,000 people anything above a point zero one percent you know like anything that has a death rate this high it's a travesty and it's not going to get better it's only a omen a bad omen for the future and um, we don't value life as a society and it's very apparent and that's why the aliens are coming down like we see you bitch Anybody that want to commit genocide up in our universe is surrounding us. The, the universe that surrounds us. That one, if you want to uh, suspend your moral compass, we got some lights up here, baby. We got some lights and they're 
and they're um they're moving and they're clicking and these lights are clicking down like these ufos are coming there is a man there is a man on youtube let me tell you his name is praveen mohan and i don't i just like as a kid i always wanted to be a fucking architect i don't know why but as a kid, um, I'm like slapping my naked body because I don't have no pants on. Sorry if you can hear that. I'm slapping my leg. Um, as a kid, I always wanted to be an architect. I don't know why. To this day, I'm still like obsessed. Sometimes every other year, I subscribe to Architectural Digest and then I unsubscribe because I'm like, why the fuck do I subscribe to Architectural Digest? I have no money to buy any of these things. But a girl has to dream. But anyway. I've always been obsessed with architecture and shit like that as a kid. And as an adult, I still watch things about buildings and Frank Lloyd Wright and the pyramids and like why things were built like this and how did they build it and what's the history and what's the art and da da da. And so I watch this man on YouTube. His name is Praveen Mohan. And he is like an archaeologist, like a hobbyist archaeologist. And he goes around all the Indian temples. He goes around all of India. India is huge. Um, and he explains why the fuck these pyramids are built the way that they are based on his local knowledge and his religious knowledge of his religion. Um, he's able to go around and kind of like fill in the gaps of like what the West left open. Like there's like holes in buildings. Like they're like, oh, it's from a war. And Praveen is like, actually, no, it's because like the sound of the building like was affected by this hole. And then everybody was praying over here. And that's how they did this thing. And then it was like a battery or I don't know what the fuck these men was talking about. But anyway, he'd be going all around India. He got social clout. He got local credibility and all that bullshit. He they sent him pictures of, of UFOs. All over Bangladesh and shit. All over, all over the states of India, whatever the hell it's called. I think it called them states, um, like the United States. But, and then like two days later, the Pentagon released another like affirmation of like these UFOs. Because every time they release like a UFO sighting, the Pentagon is like, yeah, we actually, we have like hella footage. And like, not only do we have footage, like we were like playing, they were playing with us. Not we were playing with them, but like they were playing with us. And so it just indicates to me, like, okay, the aliens are here. Um, they're not hostile. Thanks, girl. Like, everything that I've watched on TV, and I'm still going to continue to watch the horror because I love it. Um, but every single p- depiction of an alien has been negative, except for the real life encounters that people have. So hopefully we don't die. I'm excited for the future. I'm going to get another sip of wine because it is like season four of Center of the Sun and like it is just like life just keeps plowing, plucking along or chugging along, whatever I'm trying to say. But the UFOs, everything, that's why I'm drinking today. I'm scared to death. Um, I have coping skills, but like sometimes you just like need good old fashioned liquor to get you through. Uh, I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio today, but yesterday I had some liquor. I'm like, ooh, Devon, you need to put the bottle down because it's not good for you. It's um, It can cause colon cancer. The CDC, I think somebody just released something and it's being drowned out by all the other things, but um, it's carcinogenic. Alcohol is carcinogenic, so... You should stop drinking liquor like straight up, but other than that, it's fine. And even if you drink like fermented beer or fermented wine, I think it's fine. Excuse me, I'm like picking my nose because it's like allergy season. But anyway, how are you doing? 
Uh, today we're going to talk about. I want to talk about gas. Not the gas that comes out of your booty hole. I want to talk about the gas that powers your home, powers your car, all of those things. Because there are alternative fuels that have been invented. And we talked about Rogero Santilli. He is the inventor of a company called Magnagas. Uh, it is an alternative fuel that is based in the South, in the United States. It's really interesting science. But to get to that point, um, he studied a lot of Albert Einstein's works. And Rogero Santilli, the man that I'm going to introduce, not introduce, but recap today, uh, he figured out a way to create an intermediate nuclear reaction. And, um, and it's been patented by the United States. It's been used by the Department of Defense. So I don't really understand why we're not using it in the grander scheme of things. If I ever get an Earthship or a tiny home, I'm definitely, um, I am definitely uh, getting some magna gas or whatever it is. But I want to talk about gas, though. Why am I talking about a company? Oh, it, magna gas, it's a welding company. If you Google it, M-A-G-N-E gas. Magna gas, like magnet gas. Um, that's what it is. Uh, but why is it important? It's just gas. It's just an alternative fuel. It's an alternative fuel to nuclear and, you know, and gas and natural or uh, what is it? Petroleum and all that kind of stuff. But if you Google Magna gas and you go to their about page, they talk about how Magna gas is a cleaner safer, smarter alternative to fuel. And it's very interesting that they claim all of this because it's like in this day and age, like the world is ending, da-da-da. Like, why is the world ending yet we have all of the tools to help us build a cleaner, safer, and smarter future? Magnagas was founded by, I, I'm just going to say a family because now the family represents the company, now the Santillis. But there's this man, his name is Rogero Santilli. We talked about him a few times on this show already. And he is so smart that he, in the 50s and 60s, he took Albert Einstein's math and he was looking at, he was doing his PhD wherever he was doing his PhD. Sounds like he like, you know, imported, uh, immigrated from, you know, Europe or something. Um, And he was doing his PhD and he found out that he could create a intermediate nuclear reaction. And he figured out that by controlling certain aspects of power and pressure and temperature and flow and all of these factors that he figured out with his little brain, he figured out how to create a new kind of nuclear fusion. But it's a controlled kind of nuclear fusion that does not create exotic particles and radiation. So he... You know, in his youth, he was just very concerned. <laughs> I'm like, why are you so concerned? Like, what is going on? But he basically, he asserted that all energy that we use is environmentally, and this is a quote from him, unacceptable due to their pollution. So we can't use fossil fuels because they create pollution. We can't use nuclear radiation because it creates pollution. We can't use anything... You know, we basically have to go back to being Amish or pre-Civil War 
um, in order to live on this planet. He also figured out that quantum chemistry and quantum mechanics, even though they were, you know, very sound and, you know, I get a little, little worried about this when I talk about this kind of stuff on, on this show, but he figured out that quantum mechanics and quantum chemistry only represented events that could be reversed. So take, for instance, I don't know, the biggest thing about quantum mechanics, the fucking Big Bang. Uh, you can't reverse a bang, bitch. You can't reverse <laughs> an explosion. You can't unburn something. He figured out that quantum mechanics and quantum chemistry violates its own rules, its own laws, and its own logic. You can't unburn something, so mathematics had to be broadened. And he he expanded mathematics and he created a new form of mathematics. Rogero Santilli created a new form of mathematics called isomathematics. And he did so in a way that encompassed all possible events, reversible and non-reversible, um, because he created a equation that accounted for something that starts. So he actually encompass the big bang because there was like a start to the big bang like but quantum mechanics only can explain like infinite things but he was able to create an equation and for an entire fundamentally inherently foundational form of mathematics that uh created a clear cause and end of an event so he was able to you know encompass more uh science and that's why uh, sources of energy like nuclear and fossil fuels, they create pollution because certain rules about law, about nature, certain laws of nature cannot be satisfied. So he created um, this new form of mathematics, isomathematics, or also called hadronic mathematics or hadronic mechanics, where he, um, quote, created a non-unitary irreversible generalization of quantum mechanics and uh, he independently verified all of his math and all of his work with the US government they probably use it you know in some weird base somewhere to power something but he it was important for him to find all of this because it um, include it it uh, was absent of radiation this entire process was absent of radiation because it it satisfied the laws of nature. And it was this entire process of nuclear fusion, this in controlled nuclear fusion that like we, for some reason, don't know about. Um, it was absent of waste as well. And um, he was able to do this because he was able to work within the confines of nature and he didn't have to go to the extreme. He didn't have to build you know, a loop under Europe to smash particles together. He was able to tweak a few things about natural substances on Earth, and he was able to achieve the same result as, like, burning fuel or something. So he, he didn't have to go to the extremes of cold fusion or the extremes of nuclear fusion, um, And but he was able to break the magnetic bonds that hold hydrogen together. And when you break the magnetic bond of hydrogen, for some odd reason, you get steam. And guess who's made of hydrogen? We are. <laughs> so he was able to, so MagnaGas was created out of this science because he figured out a way to turn a generator. 
but you know the oil industry and all that kind of stuff they have a stranglehold on all of this stuff so he it morphed into the ability to weld um they could use this gas also for welding because the no one really needs no one really feels compelled to use this as a as a, a way to power their home or their car so he was able to figure out a way to synthesize oxygen and carbon and all this kind of stuff god damn it i can't get my microphone stands. I'm so sorry. He was able to synthesize oxygen and carbon um, without creating radioactivity. And he did all of this by breaking the magnetic bonds of molecules. It's so interesting. It's so cool. And I'm so sad that welding is the result. You know, like we should be like in the future, we should be like going to whatever planet or whatever it is. But for some odd reason, the only viable business they were able to create out of this is welding when this should be applied to more than just welding. I think welding is an excellent application, but because of the science is so cool, I'm like, wait, why are we just welding? It's like so hashtag basic. Um, but it, you know, it makes a dent. It, it makes a dent where we need to. So by using light, natural, and stable elements, Rogero Santilli produced light, natural, and stable results. He was able to produce steam and without creating harmful radiation and um, only through the synthesis of these of these elements. And he was able to do all of this because you don't need all that energy in order to do it. You don't need it in the first place to like create the conditions to create the energy that, you know, without burning something, you know, it's just so much work to power this earth. And he was able to do it with little to no, um, you know, inputs. So... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
You don't have to smash atoms. You don't have to do any of that because um, you can use magnetism. Magnetism is the foundation of our reality. So why is that? Why is that important? Why is gas important? Um, well, I'm telling you this because because the same power that was unlocked by controlling the temperature and the flow and the pressure of the bonds that keep hydrogen hydrogen those same bonds and that power that is released is also inside of us and i don't think you realize i don't think you realize that that same power is what animates every fiber of our being every motion every behavior every you know everything but how do you unlock that for yourself how do you control this energy Last week we talked about cult, or not last week because I'm like super bad at like being having a podcast, so I'm like a week late. But the last episode we talked about how to cultivate your spiritual energy. We talked about the behaviors that are necessary to like just get the ball rolling. But once the ball starts rolling, how do you control the ball from like rolling over everything and destroying your entire life? And there's another YouTuber that I wrote that I listened to that I watch uh, his name is Martin Kenny and he's like a flat earther and an egg earther or whatever it is so tread lightly but he has some really good ideas uh, and he uses intuition and that's why I'm like oh he's a like he's an earther truther earth truther whatever it is but it, that's neither here nor there because he doesn't claim to know the truth he just knows that it's not what the fuck we've been led to believe so anyway he has all of this stuff and he's you know he's built his whole youtube channel and stuff around this notion that the earth is a weird shape not flat but a weird shape but he's moved on to continue his sharing of knowledge and stuff like that and he had a he he had a video excuse my stuttering i have a natural stutter so excuse me uh he had a video about the nine states of the mind and it's in the form of a of a story so it's a very weird story like when you listen to it you're like what the why am i listening to it like this but it's actually very relevant because it's compelling it makes you want to listen to it so he goes on to describe in one of his videos the nine states of mind or the nine points of guidance that your uh that you should ponder when you think about your existence and like why are you here and stuff like that and um and it, it got me thinking about how you control something like the power that is with that is that resides within the magnetic bonds of every single molecule in your body how do you control that power well we've been studying num numerology and excuse me i'm burping because i'm drinking wine my pauses are very long but anyway we've been studying numerology and we know that that nine is the number of completion so when i heard about these nine states of mind um from this story that he wrote that had nothing to do with me i was like very intrigued so the first thing that martin kenny on youtube um wanted you to know about your soul development or kind of what you were here for is that you um have a body that is very apparent. You wouldn't be listening to me right now if you didn't have a body and ears to hear with. But 
it's important to realize that everyone's body is different. And even though um, people have different abilities or whatever it is, everyone's body is sufficient for their path. And once you kind of realize that state of mind, you start treating your body like a temple. And that is something that's very important to do because you only have one body, you only have one life, you only have one chance to like figure it, figure out what you're here for and that your body is a temple so you, that you should appreciate it. You should take care of it, you should feed it, you should nurture it, you bathe it, all that kind of stuff. Take care of it just like you would take care of a dog. You should love your body. Martin Kenny says, you should love your body. If you love your body, it'll love you back. Um, I've been taking these supplements, you know, like you take supplements and all that kind of stuff. Like just love your body and you'll be amazed what your body does for you. You'll be, you actually won't be amazed because you won't realize it because everything will just work out. Um, but if you love your body, it'll love you back. But be very careful not to be attached to your body because you are not your body. You have a body, but you are not the body. You are just a part of a body. So, um, when I say that, it leads me to the next thing that Martin Kinney said on YouTube uh, about your body is that you, even though you, you know, you're, you're living in this reality, you have this body, you're having these experiences, you are not actually alone, though. You're not an independent entity. And you know that because you have a family and it's like socially unacceptable not to talk to other people. And, you know, humans are social beings and all that kind of stuff. So inherently, you are not alone. And it's not because you have a family and friends that you're not alone. It's because we all are connected by a collective consciousness. Your collective consciousness is basically the sum of your being, um, but in a very, but in like a fraction of that sum, uh, because all of your emotions, all of your experiences, all of your memories, all that kind of stuff, it's all related to everyone else. And you share experiences and you share emotions, you share emotions with other people. That is an indication that we share a collective consciousness. Um, and that when you feel alone, you are not actually alone because you have at least one other person to relate to. And that's kind of what makes like human suffering like bearable is this fact that you at the end of the day, there are enough people on this planet that you can relate to somebody. So if you feel down or whatever it is, like you can, there are ways to cope. But you have to do the work of taking care of your body to begin with because you won't ever realize those things prior to um, taking care of your body. So what is that? What does that even mean? What does that kind of lead up to? What is the, what is the purpose of all of that? And that is all for the purpose of soul development. Sometimes people say everything happens for a reason, like just trust the Lord, you know, like just trust and have faith because everything happens for a reason. But what if that is true? What if everything is like a lesson or some sort of like cosmic test or something? Um, everything may not happen for a good reason, but it happens for a reason. And that was number three. And that leads me to, to number four of Martin Kenny's nine states of mind was that even though you can't quite understand why everything is happening for a reason up into and including your existence, <laughs> um, 
the this quest of pondering all of this is quite normal. So even though it's like scary to kind of have these thoughts, be like, why am I here? Everything happens for a reason. Like, why do good things happen to bad people? That thing that you're dealing with, those questions is that is the kind of the whole point. That is the purpose of your being is to kind of work through these issues and to realize that it's that this existentialism, this why am I here question is all very normal. And it's part of the process of being in this reality. Why am I here? What is the point? There's a lesson in devaluing your own life. Um, or there's a lesson in valuing and then devaluing your own life. So it's kind of like this give and take. That's what life is. It's a yin and a yang. It's a give and a take. It's an up and a down. It's a dichotomy, all that kind of stuff. But once you start valuing or devaluing your life, the next frame of mind or the next state of mind is mindfulness. And when you start practicing mindfulness and Oprah's like bringing Eckhart Tolle back onto Facebook and stuff like talking about mindfulness because your past experiences, even though Eckhart Tolle is like, don't worry about it. Like he's not saying don't think about your past experiences, but like your past experiences have the ability to change your current perspective. So you better be mindful. Like that's really what he's saying. But your past experiences will be interpreted interpreted through your present lens. So if your present lens is fucked up or if your present lens is worrying about the future or something that's irrelevant, you will interpret the past through that lens. And so that you should you should probably try to be mindful in order to prevent any sort of issues or misinterpretation of past events cuz you can really fuck up your life like your trauma and all that kind of stuff um by not practicing mindfulness. In addition, you will also use your senses. That's what you do. You use your senses to continuously test the hypothesis of like why you are here. And um, you also test the limits of your humanity by doing so. Um, by kind of being mindful, you kind of realize like, oh shit, like I made some mistakes in interpreting my past and predicting my future. So you will naturally predict your future and the events in the future based on your ability to be mindful in the present moment. So mindfulness. I actually stumbled upon a journal. There's an article in a journal. Let me get some wine. Hold on. Pause. Please pause. Hold on. Please pause. Ooh, that's good. Chardonnay. I switched to Chardonnay. Anyway, I read this journal. And it was about neuroscience, and I would pull it up, but I lost it, whatever it is. But um, I'm going to post it on my blog, Devon.org. D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. Thank you for listening, but um, I read this journal article about predictive coding, about neuroscience, about how we, we have this weird belief that our senses create a model or an image in our mind that creates our sight and all this kind of stuff. But actually, when scientists observe the bioelectricity that goes through your body, through your brain and stuff, they actually can see that your senses are mainly the tools 
through which you test your hypothesis. So the moment you are alive, you have a, I guess, a very crude hypothesis about what is going on. And that's probably based on your mother, your mother's spirit. But you have a very crude um, idea of what's going to happen. And that's another reason why infant mortality is so high in Cincinnati and stuff like that is because people just don't really have an idea, a good idea of, sur of survival. Like the baby's survival, the emotions that you put into a baby dictate its survival. But the moment you take a, your first breath, your senses aren't recording your experiences. Your body and your brain is predicting, and this is from a journal, I'm going to post it on my blog, but it's predicting what's going to happen. And then it uses your senses to either confirm or deny or prove or disprove your hypothesis about what is going on in reality. So when you practice mindfulness, you are kind of calibrating your mind to focus on the present moment. And that has resounding effects on how you interpret the future and how you predict the, or how you interpret the past and predict the future. But it's a very cool journal because it kind of even explains, and if you think about it in the extreme of like schizophrenia, and we talked about schizophrenia on this show before because it's some, some neuroscientists believe that it's a disorder of time, of your perception of time. And that's why being mindful is very uh, important because your brain has the ability to like distort time. And because your time, the time, your internal clock is dictated on, you know, we can observe the calcium ions in your blood and shit like that. And we can see that your internal clock is dictated by the, the internal processes of your body. Um, when we when we observe that we find we basically find that you are just a microcosm of what the larger species human race experiences and not only is mindfulness paramount to your survival as a human but also the realization that you are a mirror of other people so martin kenny on this youtube video he asserts that another life lesson, another major uh, key, another state of mind that you should realize is that you learn vicariously through other pe people and, and your peers. So by using your senses to continuously test hypotheses of what you predict will happen in the in the, in the world, you also test that hypothesis that hypothesis against other people your view of the world around the view of the world around you will always be a direct reflection of your own internal state so i was just at my friend's house and you know the other day breaking quarantine and i had to tell him like you got to choose your battles you have to if somebody's making fun of you or making fun of your girlfriend or whatever it is it is a reflection of them it's a reflection of how much they hate themselves and uh they still confronted the person, but it did kind of hit home. It's like, why would somebody even bring up a negative aspect of you? Um, it's because they negatively view themselves. So ultimately, you have the control of your destiny. And control is directly related to your level of, percep of perceptive knowledge. 
how you control your emotions, how you stay mindful, how you interact with others, all goes into this notion that the power that is resides within the magnetic bonds of the molecules in your body can be controlled by you because you are in control of your destiny. That is another frame of mind that I'm going to encourage you to realize today. Control is directly related to your ability to sense and feel and express and receive signals and send signals. Like all of that is a process of human development. So every time you deny yourself the liberty of being a human, you deny yourself soul development. You deny yourself control and you give up power to an external body and a third party. Knowledge is power. You've heard that since the day you were born. Knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have, the better control you have of your destiny, the better you can interact with your peers, the better you can stay mindful of your present moment, the less you fear your existence ending, the easier the process of soul development because you feel less alone. And as a result, you are healthier as a person. Your body is healthier. Your mind is healthier. All of that goes into itself. So one of the basic functions of the mind is to acquire and disseminate information, to acquire and disseminate new knowledge, to acquire and disseminate emotions and senses and, you know, recognizing that these are the tools with which you query your reality. The more questions you ask about life, the better off you will be. And also, when you start asking questions, don't be asking like somebody that's not relevant. The only person who is relevant when you ask a question is you. The answers that you seek are within you already. Every single element, every single trace element that exists in our reality also exists in trace amounts in your body. So, you have everything that you need. You even have gold and silver inside of you. And don't defer to external authorities for answers. You should practice discernment. People are trying to kill you. That is true. But you should practice discernment through meditation. If you can't meditate like me, you should use binaural beats. <laughs> but, you know, you can manifest truth if you focus hard enough. You, um, wow, no, I, I, I just want to say, <laughs> sorry, I drank too much Chardonnay that I just want to say that, that you should not forget. You should not forget the unique things about you just because life is too hard. Other humans, your peers, your friends, your family, they're not meant to be your enemies. They're meant to be your teachers. So what are you going to do with the information that you learn from them? Because there's no right or wrong way to be human. But you have to, you know, I would say that your purpose here, if you were struggling with your existence, your purpose is to find a way to safely navigate through life. And, the, you know, these few things, just, you know, just acquiring new knowledge is really all you have to do in order to um, navigate through life. Don't stop learning. Don't stop being present. Don't stop taking care of your body. Like, they're just fundamental things that you should do. Um, spiritual wellness, spiritual control, 
Um, it's all possible. You can control your emotions. You can control the, your fear and all that kind of stuff. It's the pandemic and it's the presidential election. Control. Control. You can manifest truth, but you have to go within. So what do you think? Am I crazy? Probably am, but it's okay. Uh, send me your thoughts. Host at centersun21.com or you can just visit my blog. Please sign up. Subscribe to my blog, Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. Oh, wow. Today's been a long day, but I hope that you have a good one. And thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.